0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hi, and welcome to another episode of Understanding Business. This is UTLRadio.com, your business success and legal information station, and I'm your host, Peter Lamont. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Lily Virginia. Super excited to have her on the show. She is a New York City-based musician. And not only a a super talented musician, and you can hear her music right from her website, lilyvirginia.com, but a really successful entrepreneur. And for those of you who tuned in over the summer to our On a Different Note uh, special program that we did, you know that a lot of musicians in today's day and age are actually entrepreneurs at the same time. And that's what Lily is, and we're very excited to have her on the show. She's going to be talking about how... She manages to build a brand, build a business without having to necessarily go through the record companies and what we can learn. So whether you're in the music industry or not, there's a lot that we're going to be able to to get across to you today and a lot you can learn. Lily, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on today.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Peter. It's It's a pleasure. I'm excited.
0: So you know you're really unique because you're one of these musicians that have come up now and said we can do things on our own. I, I can, you know, produce my own records. I can get funding for my own records and you're completely in charge of your career.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, sometimes it's a little daunting, but, um, it's also really exciting to be able to do what you want. Um, and I know that I wouldn't be able to be having the career that I'm having if it was 10 years ago um, it would, it would be a totally different
0: ballgame. Absolutely. And you know, the record industry, it used to really dominate musicians lives because you could Mm -hmm. not go out and self publish. You couldn't do anything and you were at their mercy. So if they said, this is the kind of artist we want you to be, or the kind of song we want to hear from you, that's what you had to do.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. And, um, and I think there's, there's a, there's a huge freedom, um, but along with that, and I think that this is the case in many industries, is that technology has just disrupted the systems that we're used to, um, so there is no game plan of how to get to success, or your definition of success, um, and... So, you know, I think that's why you see, especially in the music industry, a lot of artists trying out different things. But I think we're seeing that across a lot of different industries. People are able to take risks and chances um, in ways that they wouldn't have been able to beforehand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, you're right. This, this digital era that we're in and um, the, the really fast-paced evolution that we see with technology is really helping people create their own careers and and you know so many people nowadays are not working that nine to five job they're mm-hmm. working on their own timetable and it's kind of amazing because you go back 10 years ago and in order to create a website you had to go out and spend a ton of money to have somebody do right. it for you and yeah. now people don't need to know coding you can make your own website very simply and affordably and that's a wonderful thing for entrepreneurs
1: yeah Definitely. Definitely. In fact, I'm working on building a new website right now.
0: That's awesome. (laughs)
1: Um, And just kind of like, I think too, like the mentality has shifted where, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my friend with the code and I, I am not a coder whatsoever, but I think like my generation is more used to the hands-on approach. And we're like, well, let me just see if I can like, Google something yeah. and find out a solution. Um, I'm not always so great at that, but I, I like that that's a possibility.
0: Oh, absolutely. And that's really made a difference in, in in the world today. Now, let's go back for a second and just get a little background about you. You are a really, really talented musician. Unbelievably Thank talented. You. And you know your, your songs are so meaningful. I mean, they're really emotionally charged, touching songs. They're really great. You're a great musician. But at what point did you decide in your life, all right, I want to be a musician, but I'm going to do it on my own? How did that happen?
1: You know, I think, um, I, think I didn't have the other option of, uh, I wasn't in a position of choosing between a record label or doing it by myself. It was kind of like, the, I think perhaps the model was already in place of like, most people are doing it by themselves, even if they want to get signed with a record label, they need to build their own career before the record label is going to be willing to invest in them. Um because there are no there's no like surefire way even for a record label to be making money these days yeah um and so i had i came to new york six years ago and i was working um for a company in music for film um and working in licensing music supervision music editing and i got a lot of training there i was working um directly with a composer and mentor by the name of gil tommy um, and so you know I really developed kind of I would say I developed my ear there um and and in that process I was already recording my first EP which is what you can hear on Spotify now um, and so that EP has a lot of kind of you'll even hear the cinematic influences of that job of that training of creating ambient soundscapes and like creating you know, a feel, uh, a kind of like, um, you know, it, how you would in a movie, um, creating, there's like sound design in that. Anyways, I digress. I like to talk about music. Um, but how I decided to be independent was that EP was finally coming, you know, it was, it was finally coming together. It was finally, you know, the songs were being finished and I realized that, I didn't have, I hadn't been out there performing and I didn't really have too much of an audience beyond friends and family who would, I mean, I played different shows throughout the city, but I hadn't fully, you know, made the leap and made the commitment that I was going to really do this. Um, And so it kind of, it became apparent to me that I needed to quit my job and I needed to go for it full force if I really wanted it if I really wanted a career as an artist right. um, and that, and I think also I felt um, and I'll think a lot of musicians feel this way because it's, it's mostly true that nobody is out there who is going to tell you how to do it. People can give you pointers along the way. And I've had a lot of amazing people step up and especially in that first year Uh, act as mentors to me, give me insight, uh, give me guidance and support, but there's nobody that's going to do it for you. Um, And I think that that mentality shift is something that a lot of artists have had to grapple with uh, or deal with or, you know, um, incorporate into their business model um, because that, you know, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, there was a much more set way of doing things. Um, So to answer your question, it's kind of a roundabout way. Um, It it wasn't really a choice. It was more of a choice of, do I want to be a successful artist? And if so, how am I going to do it? Um, And how am I going to use the tools that I have um, to build something that works for me?
0: Right. So, that's, that's really, I think, the, the direction that all musicians and a lot of people in the entrepreneurial field, people that are going to say, hey, listen, I want to go out and I want to sell my service, sell my product. I think what you said is really important. The fact that there's no one there to hold your hand anymore. You, uh-huh. If you want to make something happen, you have the ability to do it, but you have to be willing to put in the time and the effort and take the risks associated with it. Because uh-huh. anything that we do you know, on our own, is risk based and there's, you know, you might have the supportive family or loved ones, but it's all you, you're putting yourself out there as an artist, 100% exposing yourself. And Uh that's what entrepreneurs do. And that's what business owners do. And you've got to be willing to accept that risk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, what, what you said right there is, um, I was thinking about this recently. It's so easy to say those words of accepting risk or taking a chance or like, you know, I I read for instance, Seth Godin, who's, you know, this kind of marketing guru. Um, I I love his blogs because he's all about like, you got to leap out there and take a chance if you're going to make a difference. Um, And he also talks too a lot about vulnerability, which as a singer songwriter totally resonates with me. I think ultimately like, I want to connect with my fans. Like, I want them to feel something through my music. And I I think the kind of business model of doing it yourself also really forces you to come into contact, not just with, you know, the concept of risk, like real fear and real vulnerability and real, um, am I good enough? Um, Can I do this? And you have so many moments of doubt and then you find another way and you, you know, it's, it's like this ongoing process and it's very emotional. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people talk about kind of the emotional strength that you need to have to be able to stay positive, stay optimistic because when you're optimistic, it's like those exciting ideas and those projects of, you know, the next step come to you, but it's, it's a process.
0: Oh it's definitely a process and and what you're saying is exactly what so many people miss is this idea of dealing with the emotions of being an entrepreneur or and, and you know while you're a musician you're an entrepreneur there's no way around it and yeah. that that fear that you talked about and that emotional reaction you've got people every day as a, an entrepreneur telling you that you can't do it that Mm -hmm. you're not good enough, somebody else is better, you've got tons of competition everywhere. So, you know, people don't, they'll go into this this idea of of starting their own business and not prepare themselves emotionally for it. So let's talk about that for a second. I am sure you have had people tell you, you're never going to make it, it's not going to work, this isn't right, that's not right. And how have you learned to process some of that negativity and those, those haters. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, luckily I'm not in the hip hop genre um which I feel like <laughs> there's a lot more kind of competition in there, you know, um uh, in terms of just direct like, you know, the, the rap boasts. I don't necessarily see myself doing a rap boast anytime soon. Um <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um I think in the singer-songwriter uh, realm, which you know, I, I'm. am a, a singer songwriter. I'm. You know, people ask me, like, well, what genre am I in? I'm. I'm in a lot of different genres, but ultimately, I'm a singer songwriter. I sing and I write songs. Um, and the I don't. I don't have. I don't. I have a lot of wonderful people in my life. Um, a lot of support. But so the never The the comment is never like, oh, well, you're never gonna make it. But it's more of like, well. You know, are you sure you really want to do this? Wow, it sounds really hard. Do you think you're, you know, the, the doubt and the fear that comes from concern for me. Um, and that is, that is also, you know, um, not easy to deal with, even though it's not coming from a negative place. Um, how do I deal with it? <laughs> well, I, I write songs. Um, I feel my feelings. Um, and I think I also, I keep going Um, and the way that I keep going is by, I think, ultimately continuing to stay inspired. Um, you know, when I, when I'm writing a song, um, I, I feel like I'm on this, you know, I'm living on this other level, um, because you're just, it's, it's, you know, I've been writing for, I don't know, 15 years now. And it's still like the most exciting thing ever. Every time you're writing a new song that you really like. Um, And I think that's similar to the experience that you have as an entrepreneur of thinking of a new way of doing things. You know, it's all creativity ultimately. And when you have like this, like aha moment, wow, I could do this thing and I could try this. And it's like that excitement that kind of, I guess that dreamer excitement allows you to push aside the doubts because you're just so excited to try something new. Um, so I think like continuing to stay excited, um, continuing to stay inspired, um, is, is really crucial. Um, I was talking with, with another friend of mine, um, who was friends with an actor and um and he was mentioning oh yeah the actor said well beginning is the easy that's the easy part you know because you're excited you're excited to begin everything it's the middle part it's the continuing to do it and continuing to stay excited and continuing to stay connected to your art um finding you know Finding ways to to stay inspired as an artist, ultimately um, as an entrepreneur, makes me excited to do go to these great lengths because I want people to hear my music so badly.
0: Right? No, you know that's that's the way you have to think about it. You know, I you say the the beginning is the easiest part, definitely is, and I think that that middle that we talk about extends on forever. I don't see an <laughs> end until you die, because no matter what you're doing. Once you get over that initial excitement, and then you realize, you know, oh crap, things are hard, and uh-huh. there's a lot more work that I, I thought, there's a lot more obstacles that I have to overcome, that middle lasts forever. And it's, it's really up to you to stay motivated, stay positive, and to adapt to the things that are, are going on around you and to deal with these obstacles head on and say, all right, this isn't working, well, I'm not going to give up because I still love what I do and believe in myself. And right. you know, even for people that that lack confidence, if you have the ability to, to, to say to yourself, I'm good at songwriting, I'm good mm-hmm. at accounting, I'm good at whatever, that's mm-hmm. enough confidence for, for you to be able to take that passion and push forward through these obstacles. And yeah. so it's just so a good. matter of, You know, you're never, you're never at the point where you're done and you say, I Mm -hmm. finally made it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Yeah.
0: And that, Um, that challenge and that excitement of being creative to overcome problems and obstacles Mm -hmm. and to keep developing, that's what should fuel everyone.
1: Yeah. I think, um, on like along that tangent, I, you know, in the process of this, I came to realize, well, I'm not trying to Obviously, I want to get to certain places with my career. I want, you know, currently I would love to go on tour as an opening act for a bigger for a bigger touring act after I release my album. Like I have certain goals, but the you come to realize that it's like you're not trying to achieve anything. Like ultimately this is your life. Like how do you want to live your life and your work is part of your life, but it also, you know, it's, it's everything in order to be an entrepreneur. At least I personally need to, you know, I need to be making sure that I'm eating right and exercising and getting time to spend in nature. Like all of these, you know, things that don't seem entirely related to running a business for me definitely are because I need to stay, Um, I need to stay inspired and in touch with the things that are making me want to, you know, pursue this. I think that, you know, even I think, again, as we talked about, it's, it's across all industries. Let's say you're a shop owner and your favorite part of owning your shop are the people that come in and you know, the conversations that you have with them and the personal connections that you make while running your business. Um, which, you know, I think for me, that's, that's my own slant on it. Cause I personally like that aspect of being an entrepreneur. Um, but it's your job to make sure that you continue to enjoy the things that, that made you started in the first place because it's, it's your life. And I think that, you know, you should enjoy
0: your life. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of people go wrong because they think, all right, I'm going to be an entrepreneur because I'm going to make a lot of money. And ultimately, you might make a lot of money, but that's not why you do it. If, you, yeah. if you're operating under the impression that you're going to make a ton of money, you're, you're just you're way off. Go get a job <laughs> and make money that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is not why I started writing songs. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, you know, I think it's important because, you know, ultimately you will make money if you make it your passion and your life's work. And the thing that I like what you said, it's, it's not just a job. It's your life. So yeah. going to work and and, you know, I say work, quote unquote, when you're going to sit down and you're going to play music or write songs, that office job is not the same as somebody who works a nine to five job because this is an extension of who you are and part of your everyday life. So exercising, and eating right, and staying positive, and reading, and learning, that's Mm -hmm. all part of your job as an entrepreneur.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of us, we're very hard on ourselves. And I, you know, I can definitely fall into places where like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm just... Sometimes I'll take a ferry ride. Um, a car. I li- so I live in Brooklyn and you can take the East River Ferry. And it's one of my favorite things in New York. It's so magical. So sometimes I'll go and I'll just take it one way, like round trip and not get off the ferry just because I want to like, you know, maintain that inspiration. But even doing that, I'm like, well, you should be answering this email. <laughs> like right. you should be doing this. Like, you know, ha- it's when, it- when it's not like a direct um, result. Um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs can kind of feel like, Oh, am I doing the right thing? Like, there's nobody telling you like, this is the right thing to do. Um, but anyways, I, 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 personally like, um, yesterday was, was Yom Kippur. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a loosely practicing Jew. Um, but I was thinking about it during the day of, you know, we our our time here is, is unknown. Um, you know, hopefully we will all live long, beautiful, healthy lives. Um, but we don't know. And to think that the way that you spend your day is something that brings positivity and joy to the world and joy to other people, um, was like very affirming and being like, yes, like I enjoy what I'm doing and I enjoy the process. Um, and so, like finding, finding the ways to make that work. Um, but I, I think also too, you know, not to bypass the fact that this is a job. And, um, and I think for musicians, um, and something I've definitely been working on is like working on your relationship to money. And a lot of musicians, um, you know, we see money and we're like, well, I'm not in it for the money, so I'm not gonna pursue money whatsoever. And then you get in a hole because you can't feed yourself, you can't support what you're trying to create. Um and so I've I've been really thinking about that too, of like, well, how does how does how do the gears of this machine all work to make things go as smoothly as possible? Um and, and to value financially what you're doing and your time and your art and like the time that you spend, um, creating, um, and, and, and starting to see that as something that you can value with, with, uh, with, with finances. So you can pay your rent and, and record the next album and go on tour and do all the things that you've been dreaming of.
0: You know, I think that for a lot of people, especially musician entrepreneurs, there's this fear that you're not good enough and so you're going to do things for free. But as you start to build up comments and and compliments and a fan base and people are interested Uh in what you're doing, that should help bolster your confidence to the point where where you realize, hey, listen, people like me well enough that it's okay for me to ask for money for what Uh I'm doing. I, I right. you know, I'm, I deserve to get paid for my time. And that's where a lot of musicians seem to not take it that next step. And then you end up seeing them on subway platforms and never really making more and they have the ability. So right. let's, right. let's shift gears for a second, but still sure. you know, stay with, with this idea of money for a second. Now mm-hmm. you love what you do, but clearly yeah. you can't love what you do and not worry about how you're going to get paid. You've got to have money to live. Yeah. And what you've done is really great because I think that it's kind of the the next level thinking for entrepreneurs. Talk a little bit about how you used Kickstarter to get your album created.
1: Sure. Um, I will talk about Kickstarter, but I actually want to take a step farther um, because I think that Kickstarter is amazing for a project-based approach, um, but it doesn't, you know, support an artist. It doesn't support you for the long run. Um, So, but I didn't, I wasn't able to come to that conclusion until I had run a Kickstarter campaign um, because that was kind of the first step in, as you said, saying, wow, I'm I'm doing things, people like it. I want to do more things, like, but I need help. Um, and so the running my Kickstarter campaign, um, you know, was, (laughs) it was, it was an intense process. Um, I did it again with this entrepreneurial mindset of, I want as much interaction as possible. How can I bring more immediacy to the project itself? Um, And so I did a two month campaign. Usually they recommend a a month long campaign. Um, But I did a longer one because I um, involved interaction throughout the campaign and I call the campaign sing to everything. Um, And basically the premise was, I'm so excited to get my album out there. I want your help. You know, I need your I need your financial help, but I'm so excited that I want to start right now and I want to start singing to everything. And if you become a backer, you can vote on what I sing to. And I made these series of videos of me going and doing these surprise serenades um, to different things and people, and like really involving the Kickstarter backers in the process um, as I ran the Kickstarter campaign, which was kind of crazy (laughs) It was a lot of work and but it was really fun and it also at that point which was i guess about a year ago um it didn't feel comfortable just asking people hey i'm going to do an album i'm going to record live video of every song we're going to release it as a music video album which Uh, like not to brag, but I think it's so cool. I'm so excited when it's finally going to be done, but I didn't have the confidence and I didn't, um, think that people would really come through if it was just asking for money just to make an album. I mean, I'm, I'm being a little like tongue in cheek, like that's a lot of work. And now I see well, Yeah, people would, I think people would have supported me without that interactive aspect, but, the interactive aspect allowed me to have a lot of different points to talk about the album and a lot of different kind of like ways to bring people in along the way. Um, so it was a great experience and it was entirely exhausting. Um, <laughs> but we got the funds together. Uh, we recorded in March and, um, and then through that experience, um, I started to kind of think, all right, this is great. I got this bulk of money, but like, how do I move forward? Um, and so kind of fast forward this, um, I released two of the music videos from the album and I'm going to release the next five, um, looking towards like releasing it in December. Um, not all of them at once, like once every few weeks. Um, and that's kind of a longer, that's a longer discussion on how I plan on releasing it and like how I plan on, again, using those entrepreneurial skills to release an album without a publicist. Right. Um, but in that process, um, I started thinking like, wow, I gotta, I've done all this work. I love, like, this is so exciting. It's going to be amazing. How do I get it out there? okay, I got to hire a publicist. Okay. I don't have two to $5,000 a month for three to months to hire them. Wow. I really need to like, I need to be able to make money doing what I'm doing. If, if I want to keep going and if I want it to be, um, if I want it to be sustainable, um, and currently, how I've been how I've been supporting myself is I actually I got into kids music, um, and so I do uh, performances for kids in New York City, um, Monday through Friday, birthday parties occasionally, um, and built up that business so that I can take care of my necessities, have some flexibility, and be able to work on my personal music as well. Um, so that's been its own journey, um, but. So Kickstarter was great, but then you know I started searching around for like okay, but there's still got to be a better model, and I ended up meeting um, some guys at a music tech kind of meetup because I go to some of those. And you know any entrepreneur that's listening right now, no matter what industry you're in, I highly recommend going to meetup groups and lecture panels, things that maybe. Aren't entirely what you're doing, but related, especially if they're tech related, I think that opens a lot of doors. Um, and so I started talking with these guys who um, are working with this artist, Ryan Leslie, um, who's a big hip hop artist and went completely independent by basically saying, you know what, the only thing that matters is the connection between me and my fans. And he, a couple years ago, you know, got off of his major label and realized that all these sales, all these, you know, likes on Facebook and Twitter, they didn't really mean anything unless he was really personally connected with his fans and knew that he had their support. And so he started giving out his phone number and he was like, text me. Like, (laughs) I want to be connected to you. And people went wild. Um, and From there, he was able to be in direct contact with his fans, start fan clubs, which people, you know, pay like a monthly subscription to, they have access to him, he's totally there for his fans, and he basically was like, wow, this is so powerful, this is so amazing, I want to be able to develop this for other artists, and, um, And so luckily I was able to meet some of the people that he's working with and they've been working with me on really kind of um, understanding um, how to be in true contact with fans. Um, And so working with them, I have a number that's just for my music fans um, and they can text me. I've started fan clubs. um, And basically the concept is that, if you can really create your tribe, your, your tribe of true fans, then you can do anything. Like You don't need a record label if you've got people that are excited to hear what you're doing, that want to be in contact with you, and that want to support what you're doing. Um, and so basically, that's kind of like the next step of, um, of where I'm taking my music and, and my business in terms of being able to take my career to the next level.
0: No, and that's amazing because you're not just sitting back and, and relying on something like Kickstarter. You're going out and you're doing all of these things that are solving problems. It, it's, you know, the the telephone number. I've been on your website and I, I can see it up there. And that's mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. And I thought, wow, you know, that's that's a creative approach to, to bring fans in. And then when you develop the fan base and they realize mm-hmm. that they can trust you and you're genuine and you're giving them something. When yeah. you need them, they're going to give back to you. And that works that way with businesses where maybe, uh, you know, you've got some products or books or seminars that you're writing. Uh-huh. And when you give to the people and really genuinely give though, not do it simply to try to get them to pay you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. When, when absolutely. you're
0: honest and open the way you are, then the fans want to support you. They want to, to buy your products and, and, meet you and and they're willing to pay for that. And that's really a unique thing that's happened over the last few years, but it's all based with, with technology because without that it's nearly impossible to create that kind of buzz.
1: Absolutely. And I, I mean, I would say, you know, a few years ago I wasn't very tech minded at all. Um, But, you know, working in music for film, I started seeing all these documentaries that were creating uh, interactive documentaries. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like how, and I just started asking a question, like, how can we be more interactive in music? And I think I've carried that question throughout my time. Um, and it's also, it's like my, I think I mentioned this at the beginning when we first started talking, my goal as a songwriter, as a performer, as an artist, is I want to help people feel like whatever they need to feel. I, I want to be connected because that's that's what I love. Right. You know, it makes me feel so good to know that's like my music or in the moment, like I'm sharing a moment with somebody else. It makes, you know, it it makes my life more meaningful. Um, and I want other people to feel that. Um, and so like by being able to be more vulnerable and more real and more human, um, it's like that, that works for my, like, I'll put in air quotes, my brand, because that's me. Um, and like, I, and I want that connection. Um, it's just, I think, you know, one thing that's hard for artists is like, how do you scale connection? Like how do you scale the the personal one-on-one? It's hard to do. Um, but I think like by having a text, like a number, um, which is nine one seven seven, four, six zero seven, two, three. Um, Like anybody can text me all over the world. And I like some of my fan clubs are like, you know, the $1 a month is just like, I'm going to let people know about things before other people. $5 a month is I'm starting a private online concert series for whoever supports me that way. And $10 a month is I send out a weekly confession, um, about what I've been thinking about. So I've got I've got two people in my confession club. I've got one person, you know, we just we just launched this recently, but it's so good to know that there are people out there that want to hear and that want to share and and want to like connect with me as well.
0: Yeah. No, that's amazing. I think you're doing a really fabulous job. I, I love what you're doing and uh, I, I think it's just the way of the future. And I think that if you are interested in being a musician in today's day and age, you you can't rely necessarily on the music industry. You've got to rely right. on yourself. And the mm-hmm. same if you're a, an entrepreneur or you want to start a business, these are lessons. The things that you're talking about, it took you years to work through and to learn them. And I think uh-huh. it's so beneficial that you're sharing because then people can learn from what you've been through. And I I, I appreciate so much how open you've been today and, and how willing you are to, to talk about your experiences. So I want to thank you for that.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me, Peter. This is it's, it's nice for me to be able to talk about
0: it. Absolutely. Now, before I let you go, I want to just do a couple things. First of all, I'd like to have you back on in the future. Uh, maybe come December, once you release your album, I'd love to hear what you've been up to and how things have progressed and what sort of feedback you're getting. Because I, I think that showing the progress that an entrepreneur makes is is super important. So I'd love to have you back on. Wonderful. And um, if people want to get in touch with you, aside mm-hmm. from the number, which you, know, you should just give one more time, how else do you want people to contact you? What's the best way to 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 make contact with you?
1: Sure. Well, again, the number is uh, USA, so one nine one seven seven four six zero seven two three, and then otherwise, I'm totally available. My Email address is lilyvirginiamusic at gmail.com. Uh, people can follow me on Twitter, uh, Lily Virginia or uh, on Instagram, lilyvirginiamusic. And I, I want to hear from people. People message me. I message them back. Um, and like questions, comments, what have you, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing, hearing it all.
0: Lily, thank you so much. Uh, I wish you continued success. I'm really excited to see how the end of the year works out for you and look forward to having you on again
1: all right thanks so much Peter It was great chatting with you
0: you too bye 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 so Lily Virginia I mean really a lot of things that we can learn a lot of lessons and such a, just a nice genuine person but you know here you've got somebody that is so nice but they understand that that there's an entrepreneurial journey that has to go on, even within their art, and um, I, I think she's done a really great job of harnessing that and uh, and making that work. So, hopefully, there's a lot that that you guys out there can take from her. And if you are interested in speaking with her, she is so open and so nice and so easy to talk to. I'm sure that she would be thrilled to communicate with you and to help you in any way that she can. So. Thanks again to her for being on the show, and we will definitely have her back on uh, later this year to catch up with her. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. Don't forget to check out utlradio.com for more free business and legal information and more interviews like this one. Also, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, which you can do on iTunes, or the YouTube channel, you should. Because there you know there's two different things that we've got going on here there's the podcast and then there's the the video channel and there's a lot of information it's different information on both so I encourage you to go sign up for both of them. Obviously, everything is free. We want to be able to share this information that entrepreneurs and and um, you know people who have created their own destinies have learned so that you don't have to necessarily recreate the wheel. We want you to be able to draw from their experiences and to be successful in your personal and business life. That's what this is about. So I want to thank all of you for tuning in and for subscribing. Don't forget to share this information with your friends, family, and colleagues. That will do it for today. Stick around. We've got a lot of great interviews coming up over the next few weeks, and I hope to see you and interact with you and answer your questions that you might have. This is utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. I will see you next time.